Hello and welcome to Same Boat Huddle. I am your host, Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Photography, and this is episode, I believe, 16. I think every episode, I state the wrong, the wrong number. So whichever episode it is, here we are, and I'm so excited to have you here. Today, I am sharing with you a little bit about money. So it's funny because I play a little small with this topic. And I should also mention, I'm sitting in front of my fireplace um, because it went from 90 degrees to 50 degrees and we're all um, slowly adapting to the temp change and we have no heat right now because we are switching over to propane. So you'll hear noise and life behind me, which is cool. And hopefully the fire sounds soothing. It always puts me to sleep. Um, so hopefully I don't fall asleep and hopefully you don't fall asleep. Okay, so I recently shared on my social media that I paid off all of my school loans this year. Um, the amount that I paid off was over $16,000. And I shared that just to say like, go me. (laughs) That's a huge ass goal. And I reached it by October. I wanted to reach it by the end of this year. And I'm, I'm like freaking proud of myself for doing that. So I just wanted to put it out there because it was, it was, I was, I deserve to like really scream it from the rooftop. So I did and didn't think about that. There would be people who were like, wait, how did you do that? Can you tell me what you did? How did you do that? And I was like, oh, okay. So this, this is a thing. And I, I'm playing small because I feel like I don't know what to share. There's no secret. There's no like here are five easy steps or here's how to make the money go away without actually having to pay it. Um, but then I really sat and thought about it and I was like, I think I must have something to share because I'm sitting here. I paid $16,000 in my school loans in one year. I've never in my life had a credit card ever in my life. I'm 35 years old. I've only had clothing credit cards um, and I've only gotten them to build my credit score. They were just for that purpose. Um, So I I must have, while I know I have money stories and things that I have to work through because everyone has them and has a weird relationship with money. I think I have something to offer. Uh, and you know, so I'll just share the little bit that I've learned in this year. And then a little bit of my tips of, um, how I choose to spend money and how I found myself paying off all of my school loans this year. So the first thing that I've learned, and these are bits and pieces. This is still something I'm spending a lot of time digging into and learning more about because it's really fascinating to me. And it really kind of delves a little bit into the woo woo stuff, like a lot of it, because really when it comes down to it, everything is energy, including money and our relationship and the vibes we put out there with money, like attracts like it's called the law of attraction. It is real, whether you want to believe it or not. And, um, you know, I've really proven that to myself, uh, especially in this past year. So something that I learned that really, really sits with me and makes a lot of sense is that you have to pay attention to your relationship with money. So if you, you know, I think a lot of people function this way, that they're super excited to get money in, like you get paid or someone gives you money or whatever. It's super exciting. You're happy to have it. And the second you have to give money, um, like paying a bill, you feel resentful and you're angry with it and you feel like you don't have any more. And like, I always have to give my money away and I hate this. So think about it. If you had a friend in your life or a significant other, whatever, 
And every time they came through your door to visit you and see you, you were like, oh, I love you so much. Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming. And then the second they were like, okay, I have to go now. I'll see you again soon. You were like, I hate you. I hate giving you away. You know, like would they want to come back? Like I would, I would end that relationship real fast, you know? So a little bit of that sounds woo woo because it is, but it makes complete sense because like attracts like. And if you're sending out the vibes of, I hate when you leave me, why would they want to come back? You know? Like, who wants to have that awkward relationship? So <clears throat> that brings me to the point of having gratitude every time you do spend your money. So um, something I really practice, especially with paying off my school loans, is that every time I paid them off, I literally felt so much excitement that I was able to to pay off another loan. So I had two two sets of loans. They were mixed between undergrad and master's um, <clears throat> and... Uh, the one was super consolidated. So basically it was like all of my, my master's classes, um, each, uh, semester. So you could like check off payoffs. So every time I was able to go into the payoff section and check off a loan or two, it was, I, I sent it off and paid that money with so much gratitude and excitement and pride and, um, like really high vibes as opposed to in all of the past years since I've been 18, you know, minus deferment periods, every time I paid my school loan, I felt resentment, anger, irritation, and that's not sending out a vibration that's going to attract any type of money. So, um, that also comes to being financially responsible. So, there were times, um, especially in this past, last year and the, maybe the year before, but definitely last year. And this was my prompt to be like, I need to get rid of these loans. I was so resentful and angry to pay them. There were months that would go by that I would forget to pay them and not even really forget, but just be so resentful that I would be like, I'm just not, I'm, I don't even want to like, I, I don't want to go in and see that number and have to pay it. And it's irresponsible to do that. And that's not like me either. I'm very financially responsible. I've always paid bills on time. And after I did that over a couple months, I realized like this is an issue and it's hurting me. It's going to hurt my credit score. It's making me feel bad. And I don't like, I mean, living with resentment and anger is easily one of the worst feelings to have. And I had complete control over how I wanted to feel about that. So I chose to change it. Um, another thing to do always, obviously is budget. There's so many of us that, um, and this is something I'm continuing to work on and I feel like I'm trying to find a way that feels good, good to me to budget. And, uh, one of the first steps and main step, even if you're not having a strict budget is to look at your money every day, just get in the habit of looking at your bank account, not even to like go through every expense and income. Obviously you should do that too to be on top of any type of, um, unexpected spending or fraudulent charges or whatever. Um, but you just need to have a relationship with your money. You want to see it regularly, just like you want to, you know, to again, back to the relationship that you, 
when you have a friendship or a significant other, it's really important to spend time with that person and to build a relationship with them. So you want to see your money and spend time with it. So whether it's, you know, every Sunday night you sit down with your bank accounts and go through and just look at it and feel it and see it and be like, okay, I have this much money. I know how much I have. Might not be able to spend this much, you know, this week or, um, you know, great to see that I, I'm excited. I can pay all of my bills easily or whatever the relationship is. It's so important to look at your money. And I feel like that's one of my downfalls is it's like out of sight, out of mind. And, um, it's that feeling of like, I know I have enough there, but like, I'm scared to see it because I don't know if we've overspent this month or whatever it is. And it's like, but if I don't see it, I don't know. And then it's out of sight out of mind, you know, and it's a really, really bad attitude to have and sets you up for failure for sure. And it's creating a really bad energy between you and your money. You know, it's not going to want to hang out with you if you don't hang out with it. Right. Um, so along the lines of just understanding my spending, um, as far as the credit cards go, I, haven't ever received or, you know, gotten a credit card simply because I'm basically super scared of them. I um, was not one of those kids in college who was like, oh, free money. Like I'll sign up. I know that's like typically when a lot of kids get their first credit cards and get into a lot of credit card debt. Um, I just wasn't, it just never made sense to me logically. Like, okay, why, you know, you have to pay that money back. It's a loan. So if I don't have it now, why, like what makes me think I'm going to have it later? It just like truly never made sense to me. And that's how I think about it now that if I can't afford something right now, then I can't afford it period. And I don't need it. And if I really want it, then I know how to save money and work towards that goal. So even with all of my business expenses, so anyone who's not a photographer, just to give you an idea, my main camera that I shoot with new and my backup when I bought it new, they were each like, I don't know, $3,500 and each lens. And I, I have, I don't even know how many lenses, six, seven, they're each about a thousand dollars, some close to 2000. Um, and then you have to pay for insurance and laptops and iMacs and hard drives, you know, I have to buy hard drives all the time and they're like a hundred bucks. I just had to buy a bunch of new memory cards because I'm shooting so many weddings this season. Um, I just had to drop like three or $400 for some memory cards, just to give an idea of all the money of, um, that you have to put out for expenses. My mind frame in building my business was truly like, if I can't afford it now, I can't afford it. And if that's a lens I want or a piece of equipment I want or a computer I want, here's my piggy bank. And this, I'm just going to put money away until I can afford it. Uh, and that's what I've done. Also, I have taken out clothing credit cards. Um, and again, just to build that credit and FYI, there's like a lot of logical stuff around this. I feel like my husband could, he's like that logical, rational piece, I could just give you a million tips on that. But if you, so when you open a clothing credit card, it's considered an impulse purchase and and can actually reduce your credit. So be mindful of like, you know, I have maybe two that I opened forever and ever ago, truly decades ago. Uh, and I only use them to, um, 
uh, you know, buy the kids new school clothes and then I only buy what I know we can afford and pay it off in one payment every now and then I'll pay off in two and that's it. If I can't afford to pay it in one or two payments, I can't afford it. And I always keep that in mind. Um, however, in saying this, I also understand that not everyone, um, is in a situation that they can afford all that's in front of them or that they have expenses that because of different circumstances, they need, um, support. So whether it's, um, you know, financial support to pay any bills or mortgage or, or food or things like that, because the circumstance changed, that's different with credit cards. I've been fortunate that I haven't had to be in that situation. And I think that's a fully different conversation. Um, so now with all of this, I want to briefly kind of go over, I guess my, my thought process and then my action steps in choosing to pay off my school loans. And I think, you know, in thinking of it again, I'm not going to sit here and be like, here are your secret steps to pay off all of your loans. Um, it's not going to work like that. It, it really is. It's hard work and it takes a lot of intention and, and action, uh, to make that happen. And again, everybody's circumstances are different. Your income is different. Um, your joint income with your significant other is going to be different. Um, and then how much your loans are can also be different and how much you can pay off. You know, some of you might be listening and have a hundred thousand dollars in school loans. Maybe it's not feasible for you to pay that in one year. So I think it's really important first is to understand what is reasonable truly like you can set for me it was a huge goal to be able to pay off $16,000 in school loans in one year if it was 30 that wouldn't have been feasible for me it would have had to probably be a two-year goal um so really pay attention to what's you know don't set yourself up for failure and the way to do that is to be very rational and understand what you owe and how much you earn and how much you truly can put towards, um, your loans. So like I said, the first thing for me definitely was setting the intention. So it wasn't, you know, when I came up with this idea in the beginning of this, of the year, I remember I sat there and was looking at the number that I owed and I was like, huh, I'm like, I feel like, I feel like I could pay this off. It will be hard, but I, th- I think I could do it if I really wanted to. I'm staring at it and I looked at my husband and I'm like, I'm going to pay off my school loans this year. And he just kind of smirked and he knows me and knows like, well, she is like, if she just said that she's going to, but I think both of us were like, let's, you know, we'll, we'll jump up and down when, when that's actually, when that actually happens. Cause we were paying over $600 a month in school loans. And, um, you know, for, for our whole relationship, we've been together for, well, married for nine years. And, um, you know, it's a lot to pay every month. So when I set that intention, it wasn't like, maybe I can do it, or this is a cool idea, or I'm going to try, but it's cool if I don't get there. I was, it was very firmly in my mind, I'm going to do this. Not like maybe let's see how close I can get to this goal. It was, there was just no wiggle room not even in my, my intention of setting the goal, but like from the core of who I am, it wasn't even an option to not pay these school loans off. I knew that I had to do anything I could to be sure I paid these school loans off. And it was in the forefront of my mind all the time. So part of how I did that was I really looked at what I owed. So I totaled the amount between my 
so I had one big consolidated loan and then another smaller loan that I had to pay off. Excuse me. So I totaled the amount that I owed and uh, divided that amount by 12 months. And I came up with a number and I wrote all of this down. So the total in 12 months, and this is how much I owe and um, a month. I was like, it's a big number. It was over, I think I'd have to open my laptop, but I think it was over $2,000 a month, which is a lot. Like I don't make a ton of, of money, um, you know, enough, but that's, it was, you know, it's a lot of money. So I wrote that down on a sticky note and slapped it on my laptop, which I have open and I'm staring at every single day. So I knew if I had it in front of my face, it would be something I'd have to see and look at all the time. Like, even though I know it was going to become like just a part of my laptop, (laughs) the numbers were still, still there. And at least in my subconscious, it was going to be in there all the time. So that was setting my intention and then putting it out in front of my face all the time. And not just saying I'm going to pay off my school loans, but understanding how much I have to pay back, understanding how much I'd have to pay back a month to get it paid off by a certain date, and then being sure that I was looking at that all the time. So I was pulling up my school loans all the time. So even if I paid off one, I'd be like, cool. I'd go back in a week later to just stare at it and be like, that's awesome. It's coming down. It's coming down. And my monthly payments would adjust from 600 to, you know, all the way down to like $93. I'm like, this is incredible to, to see this number dropping and to keep my vibrations high, you know, to really see the excitement and thrill of being able to pay money to the government for an education that I'm absolutely using every day, even though I'm not using it the way they thought I would. (laughs) Um, So let's see what else I did. I think, um, you know, those were my main actions. And I think like the other big pieces were that I, I truly changed the way I spent money. And I don't know, like, I think that when you set a really firm intention, like I did, the actions very naturally follow without you even really having to think about it. So the very conscious actions that I had to take were paying towards the loans and knowing I had to pay X amount of dollars each month to pay these loans off. But then I felt like the other actions that followed were really subconscious because of how firm I was in my intention. So for instance, like I had, if anyone knows of Stitch Fix, which is amazing and they send you clothes, um, you know, it's having a personal, um, what's it called? The person who dresses you send you clothes and, uh, and then you keep what you want and send it back. Well, I was enjoying that and decided like I can spend a year not having that. And I, I just brought it down to like one a season. Um, and I chose to not spend a dime on my business as far as, um, um, unnecessary purchases. So things like there are certainly lenses that I still want to buy and play with. And, um, you know, there have been a lot of different products that I've wanted to buy to, you know, to have, around the house or to show for display or whatever, um, any of that I've just not purchased or there, you know, in past years I've been very frivolous with buying courses or, um, different educational material. And I knew that I was in a place in my business that I could take a minute for the year to kind of pull back from those different expenses so that I could put all of the extra income towards my loans. And something I should also mention is that, um, as far as our financing, my husband and I have a joint account and I typically will pay us, you know, from my business account, 
I put, you know, I pay for business expenses and then, um, pay us. And then all of our non-business expenses, um, we choose to spend out of our joint account. So what I did this year was take, instead of paying ourselves to our account, um, that money that typically would do that goes towards the loans. Um, so it was really just a matter of not spending money on anything else. Um, and you just have to, you have to believe in yourself. You know, it, well, I never questioned if I could do it or not. And I think I kind of downplayed that and said like, oh, I'm so stubborn. I'm going to do this. But really, I think it's just, I believe in myself and this goal and I'm going to prove to myself that I can do it. And I think it's also really important to, um, share your goal with another person to help keep you accountable. So for me, I shared it with my husband and I knew that he was someone in my life and it can be anyone, but he was that person and is that person in my life that, you know, he would call me out. Like if he saw me buying a new lens, he'd be like, what about your school loans? Or, um, you know, he would check in with me and be like, how is it going paying your school loans off or whatever? Um, and that if I didn't pay them off at the end of the year, he would say like, okay, well, how much is left and how much more time do we need? And you know, what's your new date to have this finished? Uh, so I knew that he was my person that wouldn't let me go and let me slide and be like, oh, it's cool, whatever, you know, we can spend the money on something different or what, you know, what have you. So those are, you know, those are my main, my main ways of, um, understanding money and changing my relationship with it and how I, I spent uh, money towards my school loans to pay them off. And another, another piece that I think is really important too, that I've noticed, um, I've been using this with both my, my way of speaking about money as well as time that so many of us make a statement of, I can't afford that, or that's too expensive. And it's truly about your mindset with money that if you, if you change your mindset to, I could afford that if I wanted to, or I can at some point in my life, I'm just choosing to save my money right now. Or, you know, how many times does someone say like, I can't afford that service or I can't afford those clothes or things like that. It's like, is it that you can't afford it or that you're choosing to spend your money on other things? You know, we all have a choice in how we choose to spend our money and someone who makes $100,000 in a year is going to look very different from the next person who makes $100,000 in a year. You know, that person might, one person might have a very modest house with a small mortgage and, you know, regular clothes, but then drive the car that they want and have a vacation home with a really beautiful boat, you know, or the next person might have their $400,000 cookie cutter home um, with all the furnishings and all the stuff and, and nicer clothes. on it. And when I say nicer, just, you know, higher brand, more expensive as I use that language. Now that I'm telling you not to, um, you know, money or uh, clothing that just costs more money. So, and I also change how, since I mentioned about time, I've realized how often I say like, I don't have enough time or like, sorry, I haven't done this, like called you back or, I can't schedule dinner with you because I'm too busy and, um, which will be probably my next podcast talking about, talking about busyness. Um, but instead I've realized like, no, it's not that I don't have enough time or that I'm too busy. Like I truly, I'm just choosing to spend my time differently or like I chose to, 
you know, instead of calling somebody back this evening, I chose to record my podcast or because that was, that was priority for me. Or instead of scheduling, um, a dinner out with a friend, I chose to go to bed early because I was feeling tired and run down or, um, you know, like it's all about choice where another person would have gone out with their friend and woken up sick the next day because they didn't stay in or whatever it is. You know, we all, it's just about choice. It's not that you're restrained or don't have a choice or, um, that you'll never have enough money or never have enough time. It's about your mindset and understanding like you can, and you will, you just are here right now. And if you want to have that much money or that much time in the future, you will find a way to do it if that's where your mindset is. So uh, where your, what I always forget the saying, where your mind goes, your energy flows. Uh, so really be very mindful of your energy, um, and your vibrations and, and truly how you're feeling about your money. Because if you, if you have a negative relationship with it, you're going to have a negative relationship with it and it's going to have a negative relationship with you. And you have to understand that like all the money that comes in and goes out will come back in again and in different time and, and forms and amounts, there's always more to come back. So, uh, really be mindful of how you are connecting with your money. And if you have a money goal to pay something off, set the goal and go do it. Just take small action steps, believe in yourself and know that you might have to change a few things and, uh, spending habits or, um, your mindset, all sorts of stuff. But I know that if you have all the intention in the world to pay something off, you will figure out a way to do it and you'll make it happen. So again, there's no magic wand or easy, five easy steps to pay off all of your debt or anything like that. But it's truly just a matter of believing in yourself and going for it. So that's all I have for you today about money. And like I said, I actually did a poll in my same boat huddle group asking about whatever wanted to hear for the episode today. Um, and it was kind of going back and forth between, um, discussing, um, playing, you know, falling into the role of busyness and wearing that, uh, with a badge and then also talking about money. So money one, here you have it. And uh, I believe the next podcast, I'll probably be talking to you about busyness. So be sure you stay tuned. I hope everyone has a really great week and has a happy Monday. Uh, Keep your vibes high and be sure to treat others the way you want to be treated. And if you want to get in touch with me for any reason at all, I always love to hear from people. You can always contact me at Aaron at ejoicephotography.com or feel free to ask to join my free Facebook group, Same Boat Huddle. It is an awesome group and community of incredible women. uh, And I share a lot of my tips and advice in that space and keep everyone posted on the different coaching services and the programs I run. Um, So I'd love for you to join us sometime. And you can find that at facebook.com slash groups slash same boat huddle. All of my ways to contact me will be in the show notes. So be sure to check those out. Easy click away. And again, have an awesome week. Thanks for listening. Take care.